0: what's up everybody it is chris aiken from the classic metal show aftershocks tv and heavy metal television and i am now on cameo that's right if you need a message sent to somebody maybe it's happy birthday maybe it's get out of here hit the street you're fired i don't care what it is firing a girlfriend firing a boyfriend firing an employee wishing them well whatever it is i'm on cameo i'm here to deliver the message i'll do it in my unique way so you can imagine it'll have some profanity in it and it'll be a little bit filthy but that's okay because that's probably what you guys want from me anyway so check me out cameo.com slash chris aiken again cameo.com slash chris aiken book me and i will deliver whatever message it is that you need delivered and it's cheap so go do it all right later
1: My partner and friend Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris?
0: (laughs) What is up, sir? Jesus, this fucking anytime we change servers and shit, it is just a mess. Yeah.
1: Well, gets a little getting used to.
0: Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to make yet another change, me and you, during the week, because I cannot get it to now stream on the on the mainstream. It's only streaming on what is now the backup stream that used to be the mainstream. So (laughs) motherfucker. And I'm got it scheduled to be playing now and it isn't i don't mm. know what the fuck well it worked last week Goddamn it <laughs> uh well we'll uh, we'll we'll work out the bugs we'll figure it out but if anybody's listening to it for now just go to the app and listen to the cms 24 7 on the bottom that is if you're watching the video wondering why you can't hear the sound right do that and i will be playing videos and shit in between in between segments this week so you can just stay with the video if you want to if right. if if you can't figure it out which it looks like you're not going to be able to because i can't figure it out so right fuck
1: all right so what's up ah well we're back uh after my week off i guess uh, you had a had a decent show last week with your uh fill-in guest host john
0: yeah we had some fun we just got a little silly little not that silly though just kind of I I thought it was going to be a crazy drunk show, and it just was kind of like, eh, you know. I mean, I drank a lot. I drank like ten <laughs> beers during the course of the show, but I just never got like really buzzed up too bad. So yeah,
1: so it was so did, fun. So did John come to your place, or did you do it the via the way we do it now?
0: We did it. The, we did it through Skype or not Skype, whatever this is. Oh, Streamyard. Streamyard. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Yep. Yep. But um, yeah, all good, man. I'll tell you what. I'm in a great mood tonight didn't get any sleep either but i don't care (laughs) because i don't know if you're aware of this but my favorite fucking show of all time debuted last night again brought back live pd motherfuckers back on the air really yep has a new name it's now called on patrol live and it has a new channel. It's not on AE anymore. Those pussies c- pussied out. It's now on the Reels channel.
1: All right. I'm, I'm familiar with Reels.
0: Yeah, Reels is excellent. I started watching it today just because I was gearing up for some live PD. And, wow. um, and boy, they had to. I was watching this one um, documentary on um, the breakup of Twisted Sister. Okay. And it was as told by the guys in Twisted Sister and hosted by D. Man, those guys. They were dicks to each other. Oh Holy yeah, smokes.
1: I, I was well aware of that. I there there is a Twisted Sister documentary now. Is this the same documentary that's been on? Uh, like, is this new just for reels, or is this the documentary that was already out there?
0: I think it's new for reels because there's like a whole series of them that are that are um, done by D, like D's mm-hmm. the announcer, mm-hmm. but D just happened to be the announcer on his own. So. Okay.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I I did watch the documentary, uh, Twisted Sister documentary, and it and it did get pretty uh, contentious with with those guys, and yeah, and you know, just, just all in all, out hateful, you know, yeah. just hateful, and yeah. uh, you know, it it really boiled down to that D became the uh, alpha male in the band, and he just decided I'm steering the ship, and it's going to be my way or the highway, and you know the, the, it's one of those, because the, the reason this band is successful now is because of me. That's right. <laughs> you, know, you know, and that's one of those deals, you know, so you get a little resentful, especially when, uh, you know, your, your original, uh, members had the band going years before you came on the scene, you know, right? And it's like, uh, well, this was our band and you kind of like came in and well, if it wasn't for me, you would still be unknown. God damn it.
0: <laughs> so true, man. But
1: yeah, wow. I'm writing, I'm writing the songs. I'm performing the songs. I'm steering the ship. This is what we're doing. You right. know, feelings be damned. Yeah,
0: that was a crazy document. I had never. I mean, I sort of knew some of it, but I didn't know this. I didn't know it was that bad. I mm-hmm. didn't know that they hated each other going into their fucking success. Like before stay hungry. Yeah but they did, but reels channel, good channel, man. But boy, was I happy to see live PD. I, I literally, I, I missed it last night just cause I didn't find out about it till um, somebody texted me. I was like, are you watching live PD? I was like, what, you know, you know,
1: the same people,
0: same people, okay, same format. Same, even like the same guests. Remember how they used to say, "Okay, we're gonna take a break now. We're gonna go to the National Child Prevention Beating Center or whatever." You know, same same people on that. I mean, it's literally the same show. Even the music is very very similar, like the the bumper music and shit. It's just called On Patrol Live. It's like because A and E are fucking faggoty woke fags, you know (laughs) that they um because they're they're that way they they would not let it be you know so um so they just changed the name and moved on but hmm.
1: i wonder i wonder if
0: cops will come back cops is on the reels channel as well is it's it, now is, co- it reruns, is it the reruns or it's no new? it these seem to be new it's called cops
1: reloaded wow how about that yeah i was watching that too earlier in the afternoon wow so, so were there a lot of uh, "quote unquote" the usual suspects?
0: Um, if you mean um, I <laughs> mean criminals, yes. <laughs> 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 the best one that I saw so far in the show is one show old already. I mean, one show old. They arrested a guy for a he had a I think he had a, a fake license plate on his car or something. Okay. They opened up his car and must have found 50 fucking pounds of weed. Nice. It was insane. They were like, first they found like a little baggie and they were like, "Eh, you know, we're going to give you a warning or whatever. Then they kept finding it. And then they were like, okay, you're under arrest. Then it became um, intent to distribute as they're going through his car. Then when they opened his trunk up, they're like, okay, this is trafficking.
1: You know? (laughs) Well, that just reminds me of that guy they busted down the street there from you, that Streetsboro guy they pulled over for for a headlight being out. Right. And he was getting all nervous. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't afford this. Oh, man. And he goes, dude, take it easy. It's just a headlight. And he banged the headlight and it popped back on. And he was just like, oh, man. Oh, man. And he goes, well, let (laughs) me just run your license just, you know, just for, uh, you know,
0: just to be safe.
1: Yeah, And, uh, they found out he was a concealed carry and he goes, Hey, are you concealed carry? He goes, yeah. He goes, well, you were supposed to tell me that before, before I, when I pulled you over, you, that was a, should have been the first thing you told me. Right. Oh yeah. You know, I forgot. I forgot. Well, do you have it with you? Well, yeah, I, I have it. it well, well, where is it? What's well, in the glove box? <laughs> And and so the cop opens up the glove box and there's there's, there's this pistol in there and right. it's on top of, of a stack of cash. And he goes, what's all the cash for? He goes, oh, it's rent money. It's, it's yeah. rent. You remember that? I, I do and remember then, that guy. He had all the paperwork sitting on the passenger seat and right under that paperwork was a big brick of weed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, you dumb shit? I love it. I, I I can't get enough. I can't believe it's
0: back. And they just literally, literally have decided to take six hours of my weekend every exactly. weekend. Well,
1: I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought it up because now I have something to watch too. Yeah. Well, it's on tomorrow
0: if you like because it's it obviously I was watching yesterday's episode at six o'clock, but it, it goes six to nine and then nine to midnight is the actual live. So it's live right now. All right but it's on tomorrow the full replay from 3 to 9 is nice. um is um you know episode 1 and episode 2 so every every sunday that's going to be my sunday afternoon i may <laughs> nice. i may do my cms processing sunday afternoons from now on because yeah. i got live pd right very so good i'm well. very excited that they're back man yeah, i love that show
1: that's interesting that uh, you know somebody had the balls to to re air that or you know to to rebrand it and you know put it out there again because it was a great show and uh, you know a lot of people liked it but because uh, everybody was so woke and woke you mm-hmm. know they, oh we got to take this off the air we got to take that off the air because it shines uh, a light on the on the poor behavior of certain people that live within our society
0: yeah because it shines or- a light on the people that are criminals.
1: <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if they're black or white. I didn't mention
0: anything. I, I know that. I'm, I'm, well, that's why they pulled it off. Oh, I know There's that. too many black people that are being accused. Shut up! You know, you pull fucking fifty pounds of weed out of the car. I don't think it. I don't think you did it because of your black oppression. Shut up! <laughs> you did it because you're a fucking pot dealer.
1: Yeah. Assholes. Yeah. Well, uh as you're aware, I I work on the very 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 south side of Chicago, right mm-hmm. next to the Indiana border. In fact, the Indiana border, I could throw a rock from my office and throw it across the border. That's how close I am. Right. Sure. And um but I'm but I am on the Chicago side of the Indiana Illinois border and um as I was getting in my car to to go home for the day the other day, um Chicago, I don't know if they're doing this all over or just in certain areas or whatever, but, uh, they have, they have the Chicago police on bicycles. And I I don't know if it's just a, like a workout regimen or if it's a patrol thing, but I I've been seeing bicycle, the, the Chicago police, like five or six of them all riding bicycles together.
0: Oh, like a, nice like in a
1: pack so okay. so i i don't know if it's just training or if this is a patrol i don't know what they're doing but but i've been seeing them more and more since the weather's been nice sure and uh as i was getting in my car right next the my car is parked near the road as they were coming down i i definitely went out there and said thank you to each and every one of them you know okay so sure. so just as they, you know, and they were, they were very appreciative, you know, hey, you know, I just walked up as they were coming down the street and I'm just like, uh, you know, you know, thanks for doing what you do guys, you know, and they're just like, Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. You know, but boy, I wouldn't want their job. Fuck that
0: no way. No. Well, they like hearing, they like hearing anything other than, Hey, cocksucker, you must hate me cause I'm black.
1: Yeah. You so know, which is what they hear all
0: the fucking time. So yeah.
1: So, so I, so I always stop to uh, say thanks and, you know, whatever, because holy shit, especially in Chicago, I no way in hell that I went that Mm job.
0: Absolutely not. I wouldn't do it. Fuck Mm -mm. that.
1: Working for, for uh, mayor splinter over there. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor splinter. She she is, she is one of the most hideous people I've ever seen in my life. I mean, she she is just visually unpleasant not only is she visually unpleasant but just unpleasant in general
0: right she's just Uh, a rabid animal
1: okay i I, just to just to think that this is the mayor like (laughs) (laughs) this is who i work for yeah this is this is our leadership (laughs) speaking of protection i just wanted to to mention that uh, the cms studio a is being protected by beretta px4 storm tonight so oh nice this is my uh this is my conceal carry that i uh carry now now that indiana is allowed to conceal carry without permit so that's nice isn't it this is my little my little holster that i keep it in so, so
0: what do you do when you cross the border? do you carry it to uh, work
1: oh no no i can't take it across the border <laughs> i could i'm sure yeah. but you know, I, I'm not going to risk yeah, that's it. That's
0: all you need is getting that ticket, you know, for no reason.
1: Yeah. So no, I, I, I'm a, I'm a law-abiding gun owner, and uh, you know, I, I don't take it across the border. Right. You know, I, I know better than that. But uh, within my uh, state here, I, you know, I'm free to walk around with that all day long if I choose. Right on. So there it is. That's my, that's my concealed carry weapon of choice at the moment. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, what, what else is new with you? Anything (sighs) shitty week,
0: but I'm glad it's over and, you know, and moving forward with, um, my shit, you know, I mean, that's really it. I really haven't done a whole lot of anything. I've been, I, I did, um, I did break the Cardinal rules of Chris and I went into a store this week.
1: Oh, yes. And what was the momentous occasion that caused you to leave your Hubble?
0: I had to mail something. <laughs> I had to mail something for, so for only the second time in seven years, I ventured into a, into an actual establishment type store. I went to the post office. I consider Probably. that a store.
1: Well, sort of.
0: Yeah. But I went to a, I went in to a post office and actually mailed something instead of having somebody come and pick it up. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so yeah. Other than that, dude, nothing. Nothing, you know, just working on shit and uh, tr- me and Johnny trying to get our schedules together because we got some videos that we got to record for the starving artist thing on Monday before he leaves for wherever the fuck is Stan he's going to, you know, he's going to, I don't know where he's going, Bulgaria or Rome or somewhere. So
1: <laughs> somewhere over there in, in uh, Europe. Yeah,
0: somewhere in the not here. So, so he's going, he's going over next on Tuesday. So we got to jam it in Monday and we're hoping to get our, our schedules together that way. So, you know, just doing my thing, man. Other than that, just, you know, keeping it busy and keeping, keeping going. How about you? Anything good?
1: Well, well, obviously last weekend I was out and about with the docking boys. Right. How's that? Well, it's, it's always an adventure. (laughs) It's always an adventure. Um they, they played uh, literally 30 minutes from my house. okay and uh over over in this small town called Plymouth, Indiana, uh, I guess there, there there's a racetrack over there. Now here I've lived I've lived in this area for 17 years, right and I, and I was not aware of two of the places that I was at. Uh, the first place that I I was at was where we were staying um, okay. We stayed, and I, and again, I guess this place has been here for a while, but I had absolutely no idea. But I, I stayed at a, um, at a resort. It was a golfing resort and, and conference center. Okay. And, uh, it literally is out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it, it's off a of US 30, north of US 30, outside of Plymouth, Indiana. It's called the, uh, Swan Lake Resort and Conference Center. Okay. This place is massive. No this kidding. Place, this place is huge. As far as like the, the land it takes up, it's a, it's a golfing thing. You know, it's a big golf resort is what it is. And they, have. Right. Uh, I guess they have golf lessons over there, but, uh, the, the, the actual golfing area goes for a couple of miles. Okay. You know, and then it has a hotel component restaurant and, you know, we're like wet wedding chapel type place and, you know, outdoor, uh, you know, patio areas and, you know, just, it's just a big, big complex. Sure. And, and uh, so I, you know, they, they had us booked there at, to stay there and uh, I rolled up there last Friday evening about uh, eight o'clock. And again, I didn't know what to expect. I'm driving on this little two-lane country road, and driving, driving, and driving, and all of a sudden, I come up on this big complex with this huge golf course and hotel, and the whole thing. I was like, "Holy shit!" Somebody had a had a vision that this would be successful out here because it's not near anything, right? And uh, so, you know, I rolled in real nice place, real nice uh, amenities and um got checked into the room and uh so i i went down to the bar area they have this restaurant bar and i went down to the bar area and they had uh there was this uh, real attractive blonde girl uh attending bar and she was she was you know quite a quite a character very bubbly energetic smiling she wanted to know your name right away and she she would call you by your name and okay oh you know, and she was very attentive and, uh, so I, am I'm, I'm noticing around that, uh, people at that bar, obviously they're all dressed in their golfing gear, you know, their, their eyes on clothes and their, their t- Titleist hats and their, sure <laughs> their cargo shorts and, you know, all their golf attire, you know, and I'm kind of sticking out like a sore thumb there at this bar. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there just having a couple of cocktails waiting on uh, the guys to get in because they didn't get until, uh like nine, nine 30 or so. Uh, they flew into South bend. And, uh, so I'm sitting there at the bar, just kind of waiting and BJ and Chris were the ones coming in first. And they got there right about 10 o'clock and, uh, the kitchen over there closed at 10. So I was texting with them and told them I ordered something up for them, you know, by the time they got there. And so they came in and they had a couple cocktails and, you know, had some food and we were just sitting there. Well, while we're sitting there at the bar, these four older guys, mid, mid sixties, mid to late sixties, I guess, dressed in the golf attire and a younger guy, he might've been in his mid to late thirties. They all belly up to the bar and they're, you know, obviously they're together as a group and, uh, you know, they're just chit chatting among themselves. And, um, I guess they were staying there for a week, the weekend to do like a golfing thing okay and uh so you know they were just kind of chit-chatting amongst themselves and um they uh they were t- what is this what are you showing me here
0: it's just some docking from that show
1: oh, oh what is that from the race show no that yeah. isn't from the race, is it it says from the 60s oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah okay yeah because i'm i'm in the back oh i could see me back there yes yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway um uh, we we're sitting there, and those guys are just—you know—they seem like they're pretty decent guys. And they order up some shots, and they ask me if I want some shots, you know. So I did a couple shots with those guys and whatnot. Right. Well, the one guy, he—he uh, he says to he—he he plunks to, plunks down a hundred dollar bill, and he says to the you know bartender that he wanted to play a, a game or something like a trivia game with her. I wasn't right. really paying a whole lot of attention what he was going for and so uh she's like yeah okay i'll play uh i'll play a game with you you know uh he goes, she goes what do you want to play he goes well you pick it all and, right. uh, and so she says okay i got it she says um i'll give each one of you three guesses to to guess my middle name okay For whatever reason that was the game there and they all agreed and so uh, among the four guys that were there, each one got three guesses. So that was 12 guesses total to get to, uh, t- to figure out her middle name. Well, the, the guy who put the money down, he starts getting real, uh, halfway through the game, he starts getting a little, um, irritated, I guess. Okay. And his two older buddies they just tap out and they decide they're leaving the bar because I think they already sense what this guy was all about. He was kind of like one of these guys who, when he drinks a little bit too much, he probably gets a little violent <laughs> or gets, <laughs> gets nasty. Okay. And so he, uh, he starts say calling this bartender, a hustler and a whore and all <laughs> because he was losing, you know, that by this time they hadn't, guest or middle name you know right sure and so she starts. he starts calling her names you know calling her a hustler and a whore and this that and the other and she goes she goes you know you've got no reason to talk to me that way and he goes yeah you're just a fucking hustler and you're just a whore you know he was just really just getting real belligerent and she goes listen dude here take your fucking money back i don't need your money she goes you're the one who wanted to play this game you're the one who agreed to it. I'm not doing anything here. Take your money and just get the fuck out of here. Right. And so he starts in, well, you don't know who, you don't know who I am. I'm, I'm the richest guy in this County. I could buy this place five times over and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I don't need your money. I don't care who you are. And I don't care how much money you have. Just get yeah. the fuck out of here. Right. You know? <laughs> so, so the young guy who was there with him, he's sitting there and he's uh, he's looking pretty embarrassed. Right. And so, so the older guy he just kind of meanders away and and I'm just like so I kind of looked at this kid and I go, Hey, what was that all about? And he goes, Oh, that's my dad. I'm just like <laughs> he goes, Yeah, that's my old man. I said, What's his story? And he goes, Well, you know, he's pretty he's pretty wealthy and he's just an old white man with money. And <laughs> Jeez. he just doesn't understand the um the uh when you go out to a place that you know, be it a bartender, waitress, whatever, not only are they your server, but they sort of provide a little bit of entertainment and make your evening enjoyable. And, you know, right. you kind of tip those people because of if you had a good time, you kind of show your appreciation, but he says, he's not like that. He's, you know, he, he's not one. he may have a lot of money, but he certainly doesn't, uh, sh- you know, spread it around. Let's just put it that way. Right. And, uh, he goes, I, he goes, I don't live here in this area anymore. He says, I live in downtown Chicago, so I know how it goes. Nice. And I, I was, he goes, he goes, I said, so what does your dad do? And he goes, well, he's got, you know, he's got a lot of businesses and his buddies that were here, they, they you know, they're pretty well off, whatever. He says, right. I'm, I'm the grandson of mayor Daley. Okay. <laughs> mayor Daley of Chicago, you know? Right. So, so he was just like, but you know, I, I don't think the way that they do or act the way that they do. He says, I have a whole different viewpoint and life. And, you know, I said, so when something like that happens, what do you think? And he goes, well, I'm just here for the weekend to do this golf thing with them. And after, after tomorrow, I'm going back to the city. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he was kind of embarrassed about the whole thing. Sure. You know? I, I felt bad for him, you know, because he's just sitting there, yeah, there that's that's my old man. <laughs> but yeah, the way that guy went off on that bartender for no real reason aside from that he was a, a bad sport. Right. You know, just just stupid. But uh after after that, Don got in and Don and John got in because they came in on the same flight, and Don made his way down, and we were all just kind of hanging out there and shooting the shit and stuff. So uh, while we were sitting there, the uh, bartender, or not the bartender, but uh, this this older guy come by and he starts chit-chatting with us. He's just like, hey, how's it going? Glad to see you guys here. You know, glad you made it out and, you know, looking forward to the show tomorrow. And we just thought he was a fan, right? We didn't know sure. who he was. We just thought he was a fan. And uh, so Don and I hung out at the bar till, oh, I'm going to say 3 or 3.30. They left the bar open for us. <laughs> Right. Chris and BJ already had headed to their room. So we were settling up, you know, we were getting ready to get out of there and, and head to the room. And uh, when we were settling up, I was just like, well, so what do we owe you? And bartender, she's like, uh, it's all taken care of. Oh, nice. I'd like, what do you mean? And she goes, well, the, the owner of the racetrack who was here earlier, he told me to just give him the tab, whatever it is. Okay. Thank you. So apparently that guy that stopped by to say hello, who he didn't really introduce himself, but apparently he was the owner of the racetrack. Oh, nice. So, uh, they were playing at the, like I said, the Plymouth Speedway and, um, it was, uh, George Lynch and his, uh, electric freedom band. Oh, good. I.e. the Lynch mom.
0: Was it, was it, um, was it one of those two days that, uh, Ray West was in the band? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think he was there. No no it was somebody else yeah
1: yeah i, I didn't ray really get get the boot in las vegas or something he i know he did two days he that's two it days. yeah two days <laughs> so uh yeah so it was uh george lynch uh jack russell's great white firehouse winger and Dawkins. okay and uh we were at the hotel just before we headed to the to the racetrack gig and and um the firehouse guys were just getting in and uh, I ho- I t- uh, hooked up with Bill Leverty. I hadn't talked to him in literally years, but uh, when he got in, he was, t- you know, just saying hello to everybody. He goes, Oh man, I haven't seen you in a long time, Neely. How are you? You know, I was just like, I was surprised he actually remembered me, but sure, he came over and we chit chatted for a few minutes. Bill Leverty couldn't be the nicest guy you ever know. Yeah. Just as friendly, as nice, even, you know, just, just, he just seems like he's just happy to just, do what he does, you know
0: mm-hmm, yeah. it
1: was it was nice to chit chat with him for a few minutes he he is a nice guy, mm-hmm. don't like his band, but he is a nice and guy, whatever, but he and he and John Levin, they traded they were trading uh technical tips and things back and forth, and you know talking their guitarist jargon and right whatnot, you know
0: string talk and pick up banter,
1: well, yeah, they were talking <laughs> about their little amps and their little effects and all kinds of stuff right, sure, so uh yeah, it was cool to see Bill and, uh, chit chat with him for a few minutes. And, you know, the gig over there at the racetrack, uh, they, they, uh, you know, being it as a speedway, they don't have like official dressing rooms per se. So they had these, uh, travel trailers out there. Right. You know, And they were, they were the top of the line travel trailers. You know, they were just decked out to the T. I don't know if like some local RV place rented them to them or whatever the case may be, but, Every one of those travel trailers, they had one for each band. They had every, I, cause I looked at a couple of them they had all amenities you could think of, uh, stocked in those travel trailers, everything you could drink, food, towels, all kinds of accommodations. I mean, just everything. It, nice. it was this, this, I don't know. I don't know anything about this racetrack owner or the you know, the venue or anything. I don't know if this guy is one of these well-off guys who started this racetrack, you know, just as one of his hobbies, or if that's his main gig, I know nothing about it, but they spared no expense. I'll tell you that. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So the accommodations were good. Everybody was cool. You know, whatever you needed, it was just like, well, just let us know what we can get you, you know, just off the, you know, if you say, Hey, Hey, do you have this or do that? Oh, I'll be right back. Know, just, like, just like that, you know.
0: Now, how does it rate compared to like Badlands Pond?
1: Well, I mean, Badlands Pond was obviously a uh, a building, you know. Right. It was a venue and a building and, you know, Badlands Pond, that guy spared no expense. Yeah.
0: But I mean, yeah. that was a racetrack too, wasn't it? Didn't they have no, a racetrack no, too? No, that's
1: a racetrack component, but that wasn't located at that Badlands Pond Oh. Complex. Okay. it was located in a different place but the, the place the badlands pond was actually a venue you know right. a concert venue so yeah,
0: he didn't spare him any expense and then he just fucking walked away from it that well
1: i mean he was he was pissed at the legislation the the yeah. south Dakota legislation for uh, shutting down his dollar loan stores right you know they made quote unquote predatory lending uh, illegal and yep. uh, I think Ohio shut down theirs too, didn't they? I've not seen one of them places in forever. So uh, uh, at least t- 12, 15 years or so, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I think they, they made those illegal too. I think they, they, I think they still have those, uh, in here in Indiana, but okay. those, those high, um, high interest rate loan stores, you know, where you, you take your paycheck there and you know, you can get a loan against your paycheck and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. You you know what's crazy is now the mainstreamers online do the same shit, though. Mm -hmm. Like PayPal. You can get a loan from PayPal.
1: Yeah. But it's like 18%. Oh, yeah. 18% is low. I I remember remember seeing some of those Indian um, nations. Yeah. I think it was like Big Sky, something like Big Sky Loans or something like that. Their interest rate was like 28%, I think. Jesus. What was their logo? A bat hitting a knee? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah. So, so when Chuck Brennan, uh, when the legislation in South Dakota, you know, outlawed the dollar loan stores, he was like, "Yeah, well, fuck you, then." Yeah, I don't blame it's, him. I mean, I, hey. I'll, I'll take my, I'll take my entertainment pl- you know, plaza. I'll sh- shut everything down. I'm out of here. Right.
0: Yeah, who who can blame him? It's his money. Why why should he
1: be why should he fucking make
0: less money because they want to be dicks? Fuck that.
1: Yeah, so uh but yeah, he had that music school over there and as well as that uh concert venue and the the pawn shop and the gun range and uh all that stuff. Right. You know? And unfortunately that place was only open like 2 years. Yeah, not long. Yeah. And then he had the radio station. Yeah. You know, he had the TV station, the radio station. So he had a lot of media stuff going on over there. And, uh, you know, when I was over there for three days, it was just like, holy shit, this guy, this guy put a lot of money into this.
0: You're like, for a minute, you were like, man, I wouldn't mind living here. And then yeah. a week later, they closed it. And you were like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't move. Yeah, pretty
1: much. I'm <laughs> glad I didn't follow Ron Keel. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I felt bad for Ron, man. That oh, he- I did too. He picked up, you know, uprooted his life and came, was he living over near Reno or that way? Yeah, was Vegas. He, Wasn't he in Vegas yeah, he or near in Vegas? Vegas? I knew he had to land up in the upper Northern part of uh, Nevada too, didn't he? I think,
0: but I, I know he was in Vegas or he was always in Vegas playing mm-hmm. and he, he just picked up roots and went to South, South Dakota. Yeah. I was like, Oh boy. Well, you sort of did the same
1: thing when you went to Chicago. No, well, I did, but that was family, though. Yeah, well, it worked out about the same. Well, it did. I mean, you'd never expect it to work out that way, but sometimes right. you're to take a gamble. Yeah, that's it. You but know, the interesting you'd... thing about Ron is that he stayed.
0: Yeah, he stayed and made it his own, man. He's, he's South Dakota's own now. He's a proud <laughs> South Dakotan. Yeah, no
1: kidding. I mean, uh, you know, granted he, you can do music anywhere, especially if you're like a traveling act and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of other stuff. But, but I found that interesting that he, he actually stayed, but you know, Ron, Ron is no stranger to moving around. I mean, no. he lived down in Nashville. He lived over in Columbus, Ohio. He moved mm-hmm. out to Las Vegas. He went to South Dakota, sure. you know. He's he's been around, you know, and he goes where the opportunity is, and that's you know, and I've done that as well. I mean, I've lived all kinds of places. I lived in L.A., obviously, Ohio, Louisville, Kentucky, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here in the Chicago land area. I've I've gone where the opportunity is. Yeah, don't blame you. Wouldn't do it, but I don't blame you. (laughs) Well, you know, I I you know, from the time that uh, I remained single after that sham of a marriage I was in when I was a young person. Um, I just, you know, decided that, uh, I'm going to, if I have to pick up tomorrow and just, you know, shuffle off to Buffalo, I will, you know, if that's what what I have to do, there's no consideration. Oh, I got to take the kids out of school. Oh, I got to worry about my wife and her established friends. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I was just like, fuck that. If I have to pack a suitcase and get the fuck out of Dodge, I will. Right.
0: Yeah. I did it early in
1: my life, but
0: once I came back here in 92, I was done. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. I ain't moving ever again. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> if I had to tomorrow, I I would. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, that's a whole other thing is, is I, I never, I never grew roots anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I always looked at every situation as temporary. Sure. I mean, even this one here, as long as I've been, this is the longest I've stayed in any one place in my yeah. life. And, uh, I don't have any attachments here. I have no roots here. And if, if something were to come up tomorrow or an opportunity were to present itself, I wouldn't think twice. I would be. Yeah, just- oh, I know
0: that. There's no, there's zero chance you're going to retire there. No, of course not. Zero chance you're going to retire in Pittsburgh.
1: Mm-hmm. That's if that city doesn't go to shit. I'm seeing more and more um, news reports coming out of there of, of violence. Oh, it's,
0: it's a shit show down there. You, you need to live.
1: You need to live on the outskirts. Mm -hmm. I know. I, I, it kind of makes me sad because for the longest time, you know, it was a, it was a cool place to go. I I would imagine it's probably still a pretty cool place to go, but it's starting to get sketchy.
0: It's a little sketchy in the city and that governor is a first class fucking libtard cunt. So, (laughs) you know, you always have that to deal with as well. So,
1: yep. So, yeah. So I, again, I don't, um, I don't have any allegiance to anybody or anything, so if I have to go, I'm going to go.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. Me, if there was a sinkhole outside my front yard, I'd be like, man, I hope I don't fall in. <laughs> I ain't moving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I see that you bought some oceanfront property.
0: Well, yeah, this is. I'm I'm staying at my um my Lake Erie estate. <laughs>
1: just went a little to the north there to your to your lakefront property
0: that's right (laughs) it's amazing how i kept the sun up even though it's dark
1: everywhere else i know but when you're (laughs) when you're as cool as chris aiken the sun shines on you 24 7
0: sun works on my schedule not the other way around
1: exactly
0: that's right
1: the reason the sun exists is because of me d snyder that's right it's the only reason i allow it to shine on the rest of you sure absolutely (laughs) Well, I I had asked you earlier this week when I chatted with you for a few minutes, Yeah, did you you catch up on the animal kingdom? I'm caught up. All right. So any thoughts on this past episode? Not
0: enough Smurf. First of all, (laughs) there just wasn't enough of her. I like seeing Julia get banged. I enjoyed that. You know, as you know, I've had the hots for Julia since the start of this season, right? And to see her finally take it right in the poop shoot, that was fucking fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, the after the first time she uh she banged um uh, baz, baz uh, yeah. She, she became a real hose beast. Yeah, she just she liked the dick. Yeah, she wants more. <laughs> she likes the dick.
0: No question <laughs> about that. But good episode. I, I enjoyed the episode. It was um I really enjoyed the whole um Darren and um Craig the, and Craig um. Going Go and getting the baby.
1: Yeah. Did, did you like the fact that Craig blew that guy away with a shotgun right to the face? Boom. <laughs> I was like, damn.
0: Yeah. Take the baby
1: out. Take the baby out. <clears throat> I was like, fuck. <laughs> shotgun to the face.
0: Yeah. That was. And that dummy. This isn't over yet. Yeah, it oh, is. That's
1: yeah, over now. Boom. Yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Good episode. I, I was, I was happy to finally see some action. That's the only thing I haven't liked this season. A lot of suspense, but not a ton of action.
1: Yeah. I, I think that it's building to something building. to Yeah. A window, so we might see a lot more violence, you know? Yeah. If you had uh, to
0: predict right now, which brother dies or which of the four.
1: You know what? I'm thinking that this is, and again, I don't know. I'm just, I, I was actually, who was I talking to the, about this scenario? What I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Jay is going to walk away with everything.
0: See, I think Jay gets whacked. You do? Yep. I think, I I think it's too obvious that he wins in the end. I think it's going to be like, like, um, what, who's who's the muscle guy? That's Darren, right?
1: Well, Darren's the gay guy.
0: No, the other guy, Craig, Craig. I think Craig is going to be the one because he's the least likely to fucking survive. He's the, he's the most, you know, wild card. Yeah. Radical. Yeah. I mean, Pope is not going to survive. There's zero chance Pope survives. Well,
1: that, that, uh, you know, that cop is on his tail.
0: Yeah. So Pope Pope's going to either get arrested or killed, probably killed. I, I think the, um, the gay guy is smart. So being smart's not going to help him in this situation. And he's going to get killed, whatever the situation. Is. I just think that uh, Craig is going to be the one. That survives because he's the least likely to survive.
1: Mm. Well, I'm thinking Craig or not Craig, but Darren. Okay. Because we haven't heard about his his uh, lover boy that's out of the country avoiding arrest. Oh yeah, that guy, the surfer guy. Yeah, I'm thinking that uh, Darren's going to pack it up and and go uh, join his boyfriend. That
0: could be. That's what I'm
1: thinking. I'm thinking he's going to leave the country. He's going to grab whatever he can grab his share of whatever is left and, and leave the country. That
0: could be too, because they're building it up that he doesn't want nothing to do with anybody right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's constantly like, I don't care. Let's just get it done. You know, move the business along. Let's get our money. So maybe that's why, so we can go and take surfer dick.
1: Yeah. Cause we can't, because you know, they haven't mentioned uh, dare. What's his name? Adrian.
0: Adrian. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. They haven't mentioned Adrian at all. Yeah. And I'm sure he's not a forgotten character in this. I mean, it's not like he just disappeared and nobody thinks about him. He's gonna resurface.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's gonna resurface. I, I just think Jay has to die. He's mixed up in too much bullshit.
1: Okay. He's mixed up in so much bullshit that someone's gotta kill him. You think uh you think the the married chick he's banging his her husband will come back and knock him off? Could be that
0: guy, or it could be the um it could be because isn't the the black girl that he's also banging isn't she like somehow like a cop or something
1: no shes she's the daughter of the of uh that's right the, what's her face uh of the uh, of the one that tried to take the house exactly um, yeah Smurf's
0: friend Smurf's friend that tried to take the house last season yeah
1: she's a lawyer, uh,
0: yeah, but she's also part of a scumbag family right. That feels even though they, they gave the house up. I, I can't think that they liked that. So it wouldn't shock me at all. If they're just setting Jay up for the big fucking fall.
1: Hmm. Well, that, isn't that who's the, who's the black girl that's working with Craig? Is it is that a different black girl? I think it's the same girl, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That's just what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, so Craig is banging her too. Yeah. Which All the more reason that it could just be a setup
0: (laughs) to lure them in, to fucking gun them both down. Right. To take out the family, which that other family may want to do. Maybe. Because all they got was a dumb t-shirt.
1: Yeah. Hmm. You don't think, uh, you don't think anybody from the past is going to creep up like the, like the, um, the, uh, what was left of the, uh, uh, survivalists, the, the,
0: it could, uh, there's so many characters that could, it could be them. It could be the remnants from that Spanish gang. True. You know, it could be that it could be those people too. There's a lot of people that want to kill the, that want to kill the, um, the family Codies. the Codies. The, the mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot of people that don't like them. So, right. I mean, I mean, look, there's cops that there's gotta be cops that know that they killed some of those cops. hmm there's lots of people that, that would like to take them out. So it is building to something. And I have a I have a feeling it is gonna be Jim Jones like at the end. But what,
1: what what do you think the uh the new bartenders down the street? What role do they play? You know, Jay that's, Jay that's, punched that. that guy out for being late on their Shylocks.
0: Yeah, I mean that's another that's another angle is who are they and why did they move into the neighborhood and you know have a, such a sudden interest in, in the bar. Yeah. You know, they, they showed up and they're like, Oh, let's have a drink together. Let's, let's talk, let's talk shop.
1: It's like, yeah, what? If, you, if you let us exist in business, we'll pay you X amount of dollars.
0: Yeah. It's like, what, why are you just volunteering that?
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. There, there's all kinds of different strings out there. We'll just have to see how they're woven together at the end here.
1: Well, the other thing is, is Craig's uh, new friends. Yeah. He's- His new motorcycle friends.
0: Yeah. And we still don't know what their real deal
1: is. Yeah. Cause that, that, that still baffles me. This guy just shows up out of the blue and just Craig just takes to him like they're old friends and yeah, he doesn't know anything about the guy.
0: Yeah. doesn't know if he's a cop, if he's really a scumbag, whatever. I mean, he thinks he's not, but who knows, you know, dude, you know, it was a great scene this week in that show when Craig was fucking that chick. And then immediately, like, as soon as she got off his dick, started lifting weights.
1: That <laughs> shit fucking made me laugh fucking you hard. Know, well, that just, you know, that just goes to show you how guys think about sex. It's just an activity. Yeah. But it's it, like it, it, it's like golf or playing a video game or, or or whatever. And it's like, okay, I'm done doing this. I'm just going to go do this now.
0: That shit was hilarious though. She literally climbed off his dick and he just reached up and grabbed the barbell and started <laughs> lifting weights. <laughs> like in with, within like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I All laughed right. and laughed. All right. That was fun. All right. Now I'm yeah. back to uh, back to working yeah. out. Yeah, I gotta finish my gotta get my gotta get my reps in.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, since you like the creepy, the creepy sexual tension that Smurf has with her sons. Yes. What did you think of her walking in on the young Pope? Yeah, that was weird. He just got out of the shower and he's totally naked. And she's Uh, just like, she's just like putting her arms around him and towels and all kinds of kinds of weird shit like that and i'm thinking what the hell is chris thinking about this
0: oh dude i i was like she's just about to suck his dick <laughs> i it was that was weird that was so, and he's just standing there fucking buck ass naked and she's just like okay baby you know it's exactly. like, oh, jesus yeah what is going on here yeah 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 I this just- this show's completely fucked up now and i love it you know, I do love
1: how fucked well, up it you is. You don't have a whole lot left to not love anymore. I mean, how yeah. many episodes are going to be in the season? Yeah, there, there's only probably like three or four more,
0: and that's it. Yeah. I mean, what's what
1: am what saying, So you don't what have. Do
0: we do, what have we at seven?
1: Is it seven or six? Six or seven? Yeah, if I mean, I seven, think it only goes I, to ten. I, I think seven is tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, it only goes to ten. Mm-hmm. So we're
0: a month away from knowing.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. If you haven't seen animal kingdom, if you weren't hip to that, I, I would recommend starting it, starting it from the very beginning and watching sure. the whole thing because uh, what Chris and I are describing is, is we're coming down to the final minutes of, yeah. of of this show and uh highlight of the show obviously is the young Smurf. Yeah. But she was, she was very clothed this episode. Yeah. Well, be, but regardless of that, she, she just has something about her. Yeah, I can't figure it out. I don't know if it's her face or her lips or her eyes or her I don't know if it's just the whole pack. I don't know it's what the whole it is.
0: package. It's, it's the whole package. Just got something about her. Yeah. She's just one of them chicks, and there's there's there are some of them out there that just ooze sex.
1: Yeah, and you know who she's the daughter of? No, she's the daughter of of a uh, pile from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh yeah? yeah.
0: Wow. He fucked in an upward trajectory.
1: <laughs> She's his daughter. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. Wow. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. Well, well, uh, before we wrap up this segment, the other the other show that I really am digging that you turned me on to is, is The Old Man. Old Man is great. Yep. That that's a good that's a great series, man. Fuck yeah! I just hope are you caught up? Yeah, I'm caught
0: up. I'm caught up on
1: it. You know, you know what the biggest turning, you know, the interesting turning point, uh, so far in this whole, uh, show. What's that? Is how that Zoe chick is now. She's all into him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. She she went from being scared to death of him to like nah. Now he's
1: great. No, she was scared to death of him to blackmailing him to now being now being his uh. His, his soul partner, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, um, that's a, that's a, it's a weird show though. That I'll tell you what I don't like about that show. I love the show too. So don't take this as a much of a criticism, but if I have a criticism, I do not like any show going as far back as Godfather two. I hate and And to be honest, I don't like that. They're doing it with animal kingdom. Although because of young Smurf, I'm willing to put up with it. <laughs> I hate when shows go back and forth in the timeline.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know, I I'm glad you brought that up because that was one thing I wanted to talk about. Is okay. is the uh, characters that they use for the younger characters of the main characters? Yeah. How how well they match them? Yeah, they be, look real good. Uh, younger version.
0: <laughs> Especially the young um the Ed young old. old man whatever oh, his name is. Oh,
1: oh, Jeff Bridges.
0: Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but but Emily, did you see the daughter? Yeah. Is she the 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 kid that they got her playing her as as a younger person? Mm hmm. Spot on. <laughs> Spot on. Yep.
0: Yeah, that, that it's a good show. It's. It is. I hope people aren't don't hear us talking about these shows and and sit around thinking, well, I'm going to watch that someday because we're going to spoil
1: all of it. Yeah, I know. You you got to watch. Uh, the, you know I'm surprised at the quality of of. The, some of these shows these days uh, because uh, the production is really good the mm-hmm. they, you know, they don't skimp out on any of the uh scenes you know the filming scenes right. i don't know if they actually film these some of these things out of the country like the old man or if they actually created in the back lot somewhere or whatever but but boy you would think you were in afghanistan the way yeah it. You know, some of the rough hewn buildings and the dirt streets and, you know, but Mm -hmm. they do a great job of it, regardless if they do it on the, on the back lot of a, of a movie set, or if they actually film in some, you know, third world country or something, right? but they do a great job with that.
0: They do. I'll tell you, I'll tell you just in general, FX is fantastic. FX lately. I mean, not always, but. Pretty much every show, situational show that they have is really good. Mayans MC was really good. Obviously, Sons of Anarchy, really good. The Shield, really good. Um, There's a show that I've I've been hyping forever called Snowfall, really good. Now, The Old Man, really good. Mm -hmm. FX is fucking really good. They've taken the place of Netflix.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: It's Netflix. Not really good anymore.
1: Yeah, the only the only the only thing Netflix offers is what I want to see is they do offer really good documentaries.
0: See, I'm gonna argue that point with you. Really? They're starting to get lame and lazy with their documentaries too. Okay. All right. I watched one. I'm gonna I'm gonna play my little Chris Aiken presents pro- at some point between sets today here. But um for the uh for the show um DB Cooper, where are you? that sucked <laughs> that fucking so su- i couldn't believe that it was that it was so lame on netflix
1: i i did not watch it so i i don't know you know don't I I, yeah it's not don't, very good
0: no they dude here's uh, here's the look i'm gonna do a chris aiken presents right before you watch a chris aiken presents oh, but okay fucking um so they make it seem in the in the um in the trailer like you're going to find out some new information and some new shit. Uh Then when you start watching it, you realize within a minute, this fucking guy that put it together, he's already made his decision on what happened. So he's framing everything in a four part series or five part series, whatever it is to meet his, his objective of, of who DB Cooper was. He's not actually following any facts. He's only using the facts that meet his purpose. And it sucked. I just watched it. And I was like, this guy is full of shit. Well,
1: well, he's framing the narrative. Yeah. Work work up to his foregone conclusion.
0: Yeah. And skipping everything that everybody else has ever put out there. So that, you know, so that his narrative works. Okay. And it's it's like, this
1: fucking stinks. (laughs) Well, my nephew wants to know if you're a fan of always sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Love it. I do love that. Have you not watched that?
1: I I have watched it. I haven't watched it as a, you know, full-time thing. I've caught, you know, I've caught various episodes here and there. Yeah. But uh, you know, obviously, uh that one goofy little guy who was in the horrible No, no, no. He's in oh. Horrible Bosses. Oh, he's he's a Jennifer Aniston's uh what do you want to call it? Uh a uh he cleans your teeth and shit at her, at her office in horrible dental
0: assistant dental hygienist yeah. Charlie day.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's a goofy, funny guy. Yeah. It's a fun
0: show and it's, it's, it's definitely not politically correct, which is, which makes it work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's definitely a, there's a lot of fucked up things that happen <laughs> on that show. Yeah. Yeah. I like that show. It's fun. Cool. And again,
1: another FXer. Yep. Well, that's why he was asking, because he was, since you were mentioning FX shows.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. All right.
1: So, all all right good, man. Well, let's uh, let's take a break. Are, are we good for our guests coming up? Yep. Eric hit me up this morning and said he was ready to go,
0: and he actually promoted it on Fuckbook and everything, so he's right, ready.
1: Well, I hope he's got good internet connection, because I remember last time we had him on, his, his internet was kind of shoddy. I specifically told him to try it out ahead of time to make sure it
0: worked. All right. Fair enough. If it doesn't, he's getting a fucking beating. (laughs) Much like the doctors on his chest last week.
1: Exactly. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I'll let you pick a tune and uh, we'll play a few tunes and we'll bring our good friend, uh, Eric Ferentinos on. He's going to give us an update on his health situation, his health scare that he had a week ago.
0: All right. Well, so, let's let's go with uh, some Dio. Let's go with "Naked in the Rain" from Dream Evil.
1: Ooh, look at that! All right, some Dio, Dio, Dio There he is. Dream Evil, you say? Yep. All right, let's see where, where are we at? Uh, dear Dream Evil. Come on now. I have it. I'm just looking through the old disc, disc, disc. Dis. Oh, there it is. Dis- okay, I got it. All right and which one is it? Naked in the Rain. Alright, alright I got it. Okay, alright, well we'll play a few tunes, we'll come back, we'll do uh, some more stuff and we will talk to Eric and let us find out what's going on with him and how he's doing and if you haven't read uh, our friend Eric had a had a heart attack last week That's after right. a Mercy show, so huh? alright, well here it is, it's Dio with Naked in the Rain exclusively here on your classic metal show